0: Good morning and welcome to the product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 116. It is Friday, May 1st, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and it's been a rough week for WordPress. This podcast is brought to you by Nwaj Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com That's N-W-A-J Tech All right, happy Friday! Today starts week seven for me. In uh, I don't know what we call it—quarantine, self-isolation, social distancing, stay away from everybody. I don't really know, but uh, it looks like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, so that's that's good news for us. Um, so wherever you're listening to this today, first of all, I, I do appreciate it. So I know there's a lot going on in the world, so you don't really have to listen to this, but you still are. And I appreciate it. If you could like share comments or review, that'd be awesome. Would really help us out. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, either a covered entity or, or a business associate, please go to Facebook and in the search, type in get HIPAA compliance and join that group because we help spread the word about HIPAA rules and ways to avoid being fined and sued and all that good stuff um all right so uh, wordpress is having a rough week um they did release wordpress 5.4.1 uh yesterday so if you are on wordpress which uh, i don't remember i think it's around 40 percent of all websites are wordpress now uh, you'll want to update because it does address multiple vulnerabilities that attackers could use to exploit your website and you know take it over or spread malware even further. So there's that and we've already reported a few different WordPress vulnerabilities this week in plugins and plugins and in one case a theme. And we got two more to report. Threat post reports, critical WordPress, e-learning plugin bugs, open door to cheating. Flaws in LearnPress, LearnDash, and Lifter LMS could have allowed unauthenticated students to change their grades, cheat on tests, and gain teacher privileges. Researchers have disclosed critical severity flaws in three popular WordPress plugins used widely by colleges and universities LearnPress, LearnDash, and Lifter LMS. The flaws now patched could allow students to steal personal information, change their grades, cheat on tests, and more. The vulnerable plugins have been installed on more than 130,000 school websites, including ones used by the F- University of Florida, University of Michigan, and University of Washington. Schools leverage these plugins as part of their learning management systems. LMS platforms used to administer, track, and organize coursework are vital right now for schools quickly moving classrooms online during the coronavirus pandemic. LearnPress is used on LMS platforms to create courses with quizzes and lessons for students and has an install base of 80,000. LearnDash provides tools for selling online coursework and is used by more than 33,000 websites and Lifter LMS provides sample courses and quizzes and is used by more than a, by more than 17,000 websites. We proved that hackers could easily take control of the entire e-learning system top educational institution as well as many online academies rely on the systems that we researched in order to run their entire online courses and training programs um omri Hershkovich, checkpoint vulnerability research team leader said in thursday analysis the vulnerabilities found allow students and sometimes even unauthenticated users to gain sensitive information or take control of the lms platforms we urge the relevant educational establishments everywhere to update the latest versions of the platform so th- there are there are, are updates available so make sure you apply those updates ASAP um, also uh, WordPress bleeping computer ninja forms WordPress plugin patch prevents takeover of 1 million sites to develop the developers of ninja forms a WordPress plugin with more than 1 million installations have fixed a high severity security vulnerability that can let attackers inject malicious code, and take over websites using an unpatched version of the plugin. The vulnerability is a cross-site request forgery, which we've been seeing a lot more of those, that leads to stored cross-site scripting attacks, and it affects all Ninja Forms versions up to 3.4.24.2. Attackers can exploit this Ninja Forms bug by tricking WordPress admins into clicking specially crafted links, then inject malicious JavaScript code as part of the newly imported contact form. Ninja Forms is a form builder plugin that allows WordPress users to create complex forms without just within just a few minutes with the help of drag and drop based editor and I have used it before. I don't have it on any sites currently, but I have used it before and it is pretty easy to use. So to do this, the threat actors can abuse the Ninja Forms Ajax import form Ajax function added by the plugins. Legacy mode, which enables reverting to styling and features available in older older versions. This function does not check if requests are originating from legitimate users and thus makes it possible to spoof requests using an administrator's session after they click a crafted link and import forms containing malicious JavaScript code. Over 800,000 sites still exposed. The vulnerability was discovered and reported responsibly to Ninja Forms developers Saturday Drive by WordFence on April twenty seventh, and a security fix for the issue was published with version three point four point two four point two, within less than a day after the initial disclosure report. Wordfence has rated this security issue with a CVSS score of eight point eight, which makes it a high severity vulnerability, which should prompt all Ninja Forms users to immediately update the plugin to version three point four point two four point two. So you'll want to get that taken care of um, immediately. Again, because your site could be taken over if you don't. We will be talking about the latest version of WordPress because there is a lot to talk about with it um, on the weekly podcast, which will also be uploaded today. Um, Threat post: new Android malware targets PayPal Capital One app users. Researchers warn that EventBot Android malware, which targets over 200 financial apps, could be the next mobile Big mobile malware, an Android mobile malware has been uncovered that steals payment data from users of popular financial apps like PayPal, Barclays, Capital One, and more. The info stealer called EventBot has targeted users for more than 200 different banking money transfer services and general cryptocurrency wallet apps. First identified in March 2020, EventBot is still in early development, but researchers warn that it's rapidly evolving with new versions being released every few days. Eventbot is particularly interesting because it is such early stages," said Daniel Frank, Lior Rocheberger, Yaron Rimmer, and Asaf Dahan with Cyber Reason in a Thursday analysis. This brand new malware was a real potential, has a real potential to become the next big mobile malware as it is under constant I- iterative improvements, abuses a critical operating system feature, and targets financial applications. EventBot is not currently on the Google Play app marketplace, but researchers said the malware is nonetheless masquerading as a legitimate application. This leads them to believe that it will likely be being uploaded to rogue APK APK stores and third-party websites under the guise of real applications such as Adobe Flash or Microsoft Word apps. Once installed, the malware requests various permissions on the victim's devices, still under the pretense of being a legitimate app. These permissions allow the app... To launch itself after system reboot, run, and use data in the background, read and receive text messages, access information about networks, and more. In addition, EventBot prompts the user to give it access to Android's accessibility services, opening an array of malicious possibilities. Android notes that accessibility services are typically used to assist users with disabilities in and using Android devices and apps. However, these are also often abused by malware from banking trojans to full-fledged spyware. So there you have it. Um be careful if you are using third-party apps not available in the Google Play Store, be careful what you're installing because you you will um you will end up losing more than just uh access to your apps on your phone. All right, on tripwire.com state of security, Chegg confirmed data breach of employee records, so more education bad news. American education technology company Chegg confirmed a data breach in which malicious actors stole some of its employee records. As reported by TechCrunch, digital attackers succeeded in stealing 700 records associated with current and former Chegg employees. Those records contained individuals' personally identifiable information, including their names and social security numbers. The company said it had begun working with law enforcement as well as an unnamed third-party digital forensics firm to investigate what had happened. Paul Norris, senior system engineer at Tripwire, agreed with the educational platform's decision to do so. Chegg certainly took the right steps in terms of notifying authorities and initiating forensics. However, there is a trend across both the public and the private sector that might explain why the education tech company has been hit three times in three years. Typically, security spend has been associated with maintaining regulatory compliance. If that budget can be minimized and compliance can be achieved, the business can continue operating. As we have seen, there have been many high profile data breaches that have had serious financial implications to the affected organizations who met the regulatory compliance objectives. Chegg suffered its first security incident back in September 2018 when it confirmed in a filing that the Securities and Exchange Commission, with the Security and Exchange Commission, sorry, that malicious attackers had accessed a database containing information of 40 million customers. Per Info Security Magazine, news of the security incident came a year later with Thinkful, an online education platform acquired by Chegg, announced that malicious actors might have exposed user accounts. A day before news of this this latest breach emerged, a federal judge ruled that the lawsuit pertaining to the 2018 security incident must proceed to arbitration, according to Reuters. Norris feels that the most recent security incident involved Chegg's highlights Involving Chegg highlights the need for organizations to strengthen their efforts to protect their employees and customers against identity theft. The exposure of such a large database of data is worrying, especially since it contains sensitive information such as social security numbers. Three incidents in the span of three years confirm that cyber criminals are becoming more and more motivated by potential monetary gain of selling personally identifiable information, which has become a kind of currency on dark market, but it also shows that organizations and governmental bodies need to consider going above and beyond the security measures recommended as a standard practice, or they will find themselves unprepared and completely agree with that statement. Darkreading.com average ransomware payments soared in the first quarter of 2020, um, New data from Coveware on ransomware attacks in the first quarter of this year showed that, compared with fourth quarter of 2019, median ransomware payments had relatively steady, held relatively steady at around 44,000, but average payments soared 33% to 111,605 dollars, and I do believe they will continue to rise. Um, we will also talk about that in more detail on the weekly podcast, but. So a 33% increase in ransomware demands, uh, average ransomware demands, average payments, that is. Now, we did see a decrease in ransomware tax. However, I think um, we're going to see a ramp up before the end of the year. We're almost halfway through the year. You're gonna Well, we're about a third of the way through the year, a third of the way actually today. So you're going to see a ramp up, I think. Um, bleeping computer clop ransomware leaks exu, ex, ex, execu farms files after failed ransom so we talked about this one twice already and talked about it on wednesday and then again yesterday as it was reported in the breach report uh, because it is a, uh, a HIPAA covered it is a I don't know if they would be considered a business associate or or a covered entity but let's read this. Clop ransomware leaked files stolen from US Pharmaceutical Company. So the pharmaceutical um I'm not sure company executive farm after ransom negotiations negotiations allegedly failed. Executive farm is a contract research organization that provides clinical research support services to companies from the pharmaceutical industry, so there would be a business associate. The company has more than eighteen thousand global clinical operational specialists in its network, and it's one largest privately owned global diversity of suppliers of clinical development services since nineteen ninety four. The ransomware attack was publicly disclosed by Executive Farm in a notice of data breach letter sent to affected individuals and filed with the Office of Vermont's Attorney General. Executive Farm didn't. While Executive Farm did not mention the name of the ransomware strain used to encrypt its servers during the attack, the Klopp ransomware group has published the stolen data after the company refused to pay the ransom, as first reported by TechCrunch. Executive Farm also explains in the breach letter that they, re, they rebuilt the impacted servers from backup servers and have now fully restored and secured the affected systems. Negotiations were conducted a, m- a month. I don't, I don't know these grammar here is pretty bad negotiations negotiations were conducted for a month the amount in bitcoins was announced and approved then they began to refer that the coinbase had a hold on their account and they needed to wait 7 to 14 days the clock actors told bleeping computer when we reached out for the details as a result it turned out that they were not going to pay at all although we made a 70 percent discount and showed patience on time we also asked executive farm to provide more info about the attack but the company refused to share more details when We circled back asking about the ransom amount. Executive Farm stopped replying. According to Cloud Ransomware's leak site, the attackers were able to steal almost 19,000 Executive Farm and a pair par Excel employees' emails, as well as further email correspondences, including more than 80,000 emails. They also stole 163 gigs with the financial, accounting, and employees' documents, as well as SQL backups of the company's document management system. So, this is a data breach. This is clear clear as day data breach. And so this is something i talked about last week in the weekly podcast ransomware attacks especially those that steal the data um need to be considered data breaches and so here's some of the information that they've gotten social security numbers taxpayer ids or eins driver's license numbers passport numbers bank account numbers credit card numbers national insurance numbers national id numbers iban and swift numbers and beneficiary information in- including social security numbers so it's quite a bit of information um that is a data breach there's it's cut and dry it's a data breach so i don't think vermont has data breach laws in place yet but we'll see what comes of this at the very least there probably will be lawsuits all right that is going to do it for the proactive it cybersecurity daily for friday and for the week so until monday stay healthy stay safe and stay secure